welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. You guys, I am so excited for today's episode. We're going to talk about buying things with intention. And we've been doing a lot of life updates on the show. This is also kind of a life update. I'm going to talk to you about um, buying a new car and turning in my old car. And when I say old, I say that very lightly. Some of you were confused on Instagram. Like, did you not just get that car? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, I did. <laughs> um, so I'll spill all the deets there. Why we didn't love the car, why we got a new car. But I also want to talk about buying things with intention and how I've created this reality where I can buy anything. And I'm, I'm really talking about things that are like bigger purchases. Buying a car, buying a home. But this also works for, and I've done it with, renting a home, leasing a car. I've even done it with just renovating. Not even, I say renovating lightly. Um, just redecorating a room, right? I can share a little bit about that. Like anything, buying a designer bag, buying a not even designer, but buying anything that feels like a special purchase, right? Something you would really, really like a coach, a stylist, a photo shoot, all this could be applied to any of those things. If you feel like you've been buying things and not seeing a return from it, you know, or if you find that you're really afraid to buy the things that you want because you're afraid that you're not going to see the return you want, then I've got you. This is the episode for you. So I'm going to share this story because this just happened yesterday and it really will bring home the point around this. End of September last year, September 2020, I bought a brand new Land Rover, Land Rover Discovery. Super cute car. It was white. It was like the blacked out. The roof was black. It has a full... um, I think they call it the moonroof. It's like basically a sunroof. It doesn't actually open, but like it's glass. The whole ceiling is glass of the car, which I love. Um, and then outside of it is all black. The wheel, the rims or wheels or whatever are black where it says discovery. It's all black with a white car. The whole inside is leather. In that sense, it was a really cute, really nice car. And when I got this car, I decided it was going to be my millionaire mom car. I was driving the Jeep Wrangler before that, and it just didn't feel like the car that I wanted to be driving as a mom. Granted, we love the Jeep. We still have the Jeep. It's kind of turned more into like Frankie's vehicle. He's just like, you know how Jeep people are. They they redo everything. They customize it. They just, they love doing stuff to Jeeps. That's what Frankie has become, a Jeep guy. (laughs) Not that he was ever a Jeep guy before, but now he's a Jeep guy. Um, He's just having a lot of fun with it. And we've decided to buy out that car. Like, we're keeping it. We love it. Um, But I just wanted something different. You know, I I was really quickly finding issues, like, putting Ruby into it. I'd hit her head on the the 
like door. It just, it was, it's just, it's not actually very easy to get a baby into a Jeep Wrangler into a car seat, especially a rear facing car seat. But anyway, and it just, I just wanted something different. So I got something different and Land Rover really spoke to me because it's a luxury brand. Um, it's a really cool experience, a buying experience. They give you a bottle of wine when you buy it. It's kind of silly reasons to buy a car, but you know, all these really successful women I was seeing were driving Range Rovers, but the Range Rover, I don't know. I just, I didn't want a Range Rover, to be honest. I could have, there's Range Rovers in very similar price points. There's also Range Rovers that are way more expensive, but I totally could have gotten that, afforded it, gotten approved for it, but I just, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I picked the Land Rover Discovery and I decided it was my millionaire mom car. And as cringy as this is, And as scary as it is, I publicly shared on my Facebook profile that I bought my millionaire mom car. And it's cringy and scary because like my family sees it, my parents see it, my friends from high school see it, my siblings see it. And obviously Frankie knew it was my millionaire mom car. And he even programmed on the screen, you guys, I don't know how he did this, but one day when I went into my friend's um, wedding rehearsal, I was the maid of honor, love you, Maria. Um, and Frankie wasn't in the wedding, but he was going to the dinner after and obviously to the wedding itself. But anyway, he waited for me in the car and he somehow programmed it to say millionaire mom on the screen. Literally so sweet, so cute. And I'm I'm laughing too, because when we turned it in yesterday, it said, it still says millionaire mom. (laughs) And I just wonder how long it will take people to notice and if they'll ever be able to figure out how to change it. But anyway, it's a vibe. So who cares? Um here's what happened. Very quickly, we realized that we did not like the car. And this is not an episode (laughs) to bash Land Rover, but, you know, we didn't like it. It wasn't all it was hyped up to be. It was not, first of all, it just was not the right car for us, right? I don't want to say it was bought for the wrong reasons. There definitely was some wrong reasons involved, but I think the reason of finding a car that felt like the energy of a millionaire mom it's a great reason to buy a car and it worked. So it's been 10 months since buying that car, which is weird because it feels like yesterday. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. First of all, I look different. Like in the picture that I shared of buying that car, I per- I think I look different. I've gotten messages that I look different. I'm just a different human. But I did cross seven figures. <laughs> um, I have had, I that is actually my first six-figure month. I've had six-figure months almost every month since. And um, on track for another seven-figure year. And... Frankie has left his job. We've moved across the country. We're now living in Florida. We bought our dream house. You guys should know all of this if you've been paying attention at all, even in the slightest. You guys know all this, so I won't harp on it. We're pregnant. Like, we're having another baby. Um, It's crazy. Everything has changed. Our whole life is different. My intention worked. I, I decided the intention. I bought it with the intention. I shared the intention. I made the intention clear. And so it manifested, right? And 
we kind of hated the car. It was never the car. It was always the intention. And so what I want you to take from this story before I tell you like what we got and what the new intention is and all that stuff and maybe some more stories, but I want you to take from that story that you can apply this to anything. I have done this in so many areas. I also, when I got the car that month, I redid my office and I didn't do anything too crazy. I mean, I did spend a decent amount of money, but like it was a rental home. So I didn't paint, I didn't redo floors, I didn't renovate, but I got a new desk, which was beautiful. I got a neon sign made, which was a few hundred dollars that said millionaire mom. I redid my shelves just to like spruce up the vibe and I made it my millionaire mom office. So now I had a millionaire mom office, a millionaire car. There was no way I was not going to become the millionaire mom. And not because your car or your office decides how much money you make, but because you decide how much money you make. And the car and the office weren't put in place so I could make the money. They were put in place as a reminder of the decision I made. So you can make a decision without buying a neon sign. (laughs) You can make a decision without buying a new car. You can set a strong intention that will manifest without redoing your office or buying a designer bag. But I see these things as things you're probably going to do anyway. Maybe not necessarily the designer bag, but like if you're a woman, you're I know not all women love purses, but you're probably going to have a purse. Most of us are going to have a car. I mean, I don't care if you live in the city and you don't need a car or want a car and you bike or whatever, or even you walk, buy millionaire mom shoes, (laughs) buy a millionaire mom bike. Like, like I'm I'm kind of joking, but you get it. It's like, it doesn't matter, but you can just just choose things that you're going to do anyway. I was always going to have a car. I was always going to have an office. And I could have bought any brand of car. I could have had a Kia. I could have had a Honda. I could have had a Toyota. I could have had a Chevy. I could have had any car. I could have kept the Jeep and decided it was the millionaire mom car. I could have put a new air freshener in the Jeep and decided it was the millionaire mom car. Like seriously. But I really did want a new car. I really did want my office to look a little different. And it worked. The intention worked. The reminders worked. And I ended up not loving the house we lived in. And that pushed our move forward. Not that it was like something we we didn't have to move sooner, but it made it easier. We became ready to own and move and live out of state faster. Same Same with the car. You know, I ended up not loving the millionaire mom car. I still became the millionaire mom. And so... I want you to really think about this. I have used this with coaches as well. When I hire a coach, I, and and sometimes this takes an hour or less, right? I'm usually not the person that takes forever to hire the coach. I know I need to hire, but I will tell them that I need an hour tops to really sink in the commitment, the decision, the intention. And I come up with a phrase or a statement. This is the investment that allows me to become the six-figure version of me, the 50K month earner, the seven-figure mom, whatever, right? Whatever you want to call it. I like to put a number behind it because a big focus in my life has been making more money and I'm not ashamed of it because it's what's made all of this possible. 
Is money the most important thing in the world? No, 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 no. Because you can be unhappy with a lot of money. But by focusing on happiness and money, because I think you can have both, I've created happiness and money. (laughs) Um, But I I really want to make this clear with coaches because I have had toxic coaching situations. I've also had coaches that actually, honestly, every coach I've ever had, I will forever be grateful for. But I've had coaches who I have felt so at home with, who have changed my life in so many ways, whose coaching just skills and method and just they were the exact human I needed in such a positive way. And I, could, I couldn't come up with a single bad thing to say about them. Um, and then I've also had coaches where it's like, I don't really like the way that they do business, <laughs> you know, or I've had coaches where they're, th- I hired them from a, a disempowered place. But I also hired them with intention. I had intention and I gave them the power and the intention didn't manifest immediately. But once I got to the point I wanted to be at, I would keep thinking about them and all the things I learned from them. Even Not even just positive things, but like just things where it was like, I literally, I realized now like I had to learn that. I had to learn that lesson about power. I had to learn that lesson about what kind of coach I wanted to be. I had to learn that lesson about how I do or don't want to do sales. I had to, to get to this point. So even though it seems like that wasn't a good move and I gave my power away and it it was definitely not the right coach, I still got what I needed from it. Even though the car we bought, we didn't love for quite a few reasons. I don't regret it. I can, I can see now, like I bought the next vehicle from a very different mindset, a di- very different point of view, but like it, I don't regret it. I think it was like the perfect purchase. And I learned a little bit about what to do, like what to think about when you purchase a vehicle, even the Jeep. Like when I bought the Jeep, like I way overpaid for the Jeep. I have insane high interest on the Jeep. Um, I, I, I just went into that buying situation from the wrong mindset and we can afford the Jeep easily. It's no big deal. And the Jeep has served us well and we've had so much fun in it and we plan to keep it for a long time, you know, even though we could just get a brand new Jeep, but like we're having a lot of fun making this Jeep our own and like, it's just fun. It's just a fun vehicle. It doesn't have to be brand new, you know? Um, so anyway, it's just like you do, you will learn from purchases that aren't it. And, and your intention can still manifest. It doesn't have to be a flop, right? And when I, when I've shared with people, I have other things I regret, right? Like I bought this and I'm sure a lot of you have seen it because it's in some of my photos, but I don't even use those photos a lot because it's just not really who I am. And I think I'm seeing that some people have already pointed it out, like in a good way, like you are changing so much. I don't even think that it's that I'm changing. I think it's that I'm going back to who I really am in a lot of ways. But it's like my Louis Vuitton suitcase. (laughs) I regret that purchase. And I say regret lightly because does it keep me up at night? No. Does the money I spent on that suitcase even make a difference to my life? No. And when I look at it and like I thought about selling it and I don't know what I want to do with it. It doesn't really even matter. Like it's whatever. It's such an impractical suitcase. It's so impractical. And 
literally the thing about it that's regretful is that like, A, you don't need a Louis Vuitton suitcase, but like, it'd be one thing if it was a Louis Vuitton suitcase and it was super spacious and it had all the pockets you needed. It's completely impractical. It's so tiny. I can fit like four outfits in it. So even for a weekend trip, I, for a weekend trip, I thought this would be perfect when I used to go to week, um, Florida for the weekend to see my family because like a two and a half hour flight from Connecticut, I couldn't even take it. Even if it was a Friday to Monday trip, I could not fit what I needed in it. And then the pockets and stuff are so tiny, so impractical. And it is a bit flashy and like, I don't love that. Although the one time I've, I've taken it to some photo shoots and I've used it to pack for photo shoots and I've always needed another bag as well. But like, I do feel kind of like I belong here vibes when I walk into a five-star hotel that I'm paying hundreds of dollars a night for by myself for this thousands of dollar photo shoot, which I, which those I value, those I prioritize, those are worth every penny because they're just, they're so powerful. They're an investment in me. They're an investment in the business. They're so fun and things manifest like crazy through my photo shoots. But anyway, so the suitcase has been good for that. And when I bought the suitcase, it was very much a I belong here intention. You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered, and if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video, face-to-face, and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are gonna need. So if this is you, if you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our boxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. And that was like a very vibey purchase because I bought the suitcase and a bag and a wallet. <laughs> it was a very expensive purchase at Louis Vuitton, but it was fun. I was with my best friend and we had a great time, but I do look at the suitcase and I'm like, 
What the hell, Louis Vuitton? Make your suitcases bigger and more practical. But maybe it's for overnight trips. I don't know. That's like really all I could really use it for. But anyway, I just share these to share like something I've been thinking about a lot, a lot about. <laughs> like I just butchered that sentence. And that I've been kind of talking to my husband about a little bit is how I feel like I made a lot of money really quickly in my life and I had to learn what I value and what I don't. And I love having, there's two, I I have four designer bags. There's two that I, I love and I feel like I could just use forever. There's two that are less practical, but have huge intentions behind them that manifested that when I look at them, I'm like, why did I buy that? I don't even like that. You know, it's so impractical. The other one is a um, super cute, but super freaking tiny. You cannot even fit a wallet in it or an iPhone purse from Chanel. But it's a expensive one because it's like a very, I don't want to get it wrong and sound like stupid. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't know what I'm talking about with Chanel. But it's a very tiny, over $5,000 Chanel bag. So I didn't get it to be cheap. I got it because it was cute and it was different and whatever. But like, I can squeeze my phone and my wallet in it, but they even told me like, do not squeeze your phone and wallet in it. This is not what this bag is for. They don't fit. Anyway, um, when I bought that bag, I had just fired this like coach who we were in a very toxic (laughs) coaching relationship. And, um, you know, basically I'll just, I'll just give you a little deets, but in the, she was trying to get me to upgrade my coaching. I'm in a, I've upgraded and upgraded and upgraded before I even finished my container with her ever. And she was trying to get me to upgrade again in person in my hotel room where all I was wearing was a robe, (laughs) which again, is kind of on me, but that's okay. And she told me like the reason I was afraid to upgrade was because I was afraid to spend money on myself. So I said, okay, I I think you're right, but I'm not going to, I'm not upgrading and I'm not paying you right now and I'm not upgrading. And then she's like, let's have dinner later tonight or whatever, which I told her no to eventually, but I was like, okay, to get her to leave. (laughs) This is the craziest coaching situation of my entire life. Yes, this is real. And then she left. My best friend drove into the city that I was in and she lived like right on the outskirts of the city. We had the best day together. We went to Chanel. I spent the money I would have spent on her at Chanel and at the spa and at this really nice dinner and on um, an extra couple of nights at this hotel that was freaking expensive and had the time of my life. And I will, I, I will never get rid of, I might sell the suitcase, but I would never get rid of this bag because when I look at this bag, I see a version of me that for the first time ever stuck up for herself, believed in herself, didn't need anybody to get where she wanted to go. And loved herself enough to splurge on herself fully. And I'm, I could, I'm literally tearing up saying that because the bag is so stupid <laughs> and impractical. And I don't even know if I'll ever wear it again. I, I probably will. It's like a fun concert bag, kind of. Like, it's just cute. It's, it's black and it's got the chains and it's super cute. But, um, yeah. It just reminds me of a moment that's like very powerful for me. And when I look at it, I don't remember the coach. I don't remember the icky situation. Like I just see the version of me that's like, I fucking believe in you. I believe in you. 
That's it. I will never give my power away version of me. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what car did we get? <laughs> huge change, huge change in subject. We got a truck. And I think I don't, I'm someone had to have seen this coming. I mean, we live on 10 acres now, right? But we decided to get a truck. My husband wanted to just get like a cheap truck, like, you know, a used cheap. Like he was like, let's just get like a five or $6,000 truck, whatever. I'm like, or we get a brand new, big, bougie truck and trade in the Land Rover. And even though we both knew I didn't really like the Land Rover, he like didn't really believe that's what I wanted to do. But you guys, I grew up in trucks. Like all we ever owned was trucks. I learned to drive in a truck. So I just feel like I'm like returning to my roots in a lot of ways while still being able to have and maintain and use wealth. You know what I mean? Which is really a cool feeling that is very new right now because I thought as I was becoming the seven-figure version of me, I which I've been working on for years, right? I'm not even talking about the millionaire mom thing. That felt really, that was a different phase of life. But um, before that, I was still working on the seven-figure version of me. And I thought that meant dressing differently and looking differently and having designer bags. And not to say I'll never, I probably, I don't, I probably will only use designer bags moving forward, but I'm going to buy really practical ones. (laughs) And I don't, I'm not the person that has an excess. Like I have this big closet right now, like huge, I have hardly any clothes. I don't, I don't want, I don't need a ton of clothes. That sounds terrible and overwhelming to me. I don't need, like, I find the best stuff on Amazon and Target, to be honest. And when I've bought expensive clothes, they don't last. And I've been told that's because I don't wash them well enough or whatever, or right, you know? And it's like, I don't want clothes that I have to baby. I don't have time for that. (laughs) Anyway, again, as you make, here's the thing. When you have a limitless amount of money, you get to discover who you really are. You won't lose yourself. You actually may become a completely different version of yourself. And as I return back to my roots, so to speak, I also am not her. I'm a completely different version of myself in the best way ever. And I've also learned that certain things that felt so foreign to me and so different to me that I love seeing other people live out is not me. And I'm cool with that. And I have nothing against someone who wants to drive a Range Rover or a Land Rover or a Mercedes or whatever, right? And I I laugh at saying Mercedes because my best friend drives. And I think it's the funnest car ever. It's super cute. Um, But like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Or that has 55 Chanel bags or three huge walk-in closet stuffed of clothes. Like, I sometimes wish I was that person and I'm not. And maybe I will be, but probably not, right? My taste in clothing will probably change. My taste in cars will probably change. My taste in homes will probably change. My taste in decor will probably change. The way I do my makeup will probably change. The color I love to wear my hair will probably change. We get to change. We get to evolve. It's life. Have fun. You only live this life for so long. And you also may discover that something you thought you needed to be or have, you don't actually like or get or want. And that's cool too. So let's just spend our money on the things we want to spend it on. So we got a truck, we got a Dodge Ram 1500 truck and I'm obsessed. 
it's like this really cool it's technically a blue but it looks like a really dark gray almost black color but it's technically a blue I love it. it has a um huge like 12 inch screen where like you can have your navigation on and then like the another screen you can have like multiple screens open it has air conditioned seats which I'm thrilled for in Florida <laughs> uh and I've already been living my best life with and the back seat you guys of this thing is freaking huge it's huge it's I I don't know it's way bigger than any of these um cars I saw when I was looking for my mom car and we also just need a truck like regardless of what I decided to get and and I feel like now with the Jeep and the truck, I feel like they're just both of our vehicles. This vehicle's in both of our names. The Jeep will soon be in both of our names when we buy it out. But like, we're just going to share both. I love driving the Jeep and having the top down. And like, it's a fun car. And I, I just love trucks. I've always loved trucks. But we also needed a truck. And there's like, I'm, and it's not the millionaire mom car. It's not the multi-millionaire mom car. It's the like, I created a dream life and live on a farm with my family truck. And I'm just excited for all the stuff we're going to do. Like, I just was so excited yesterday bringing this truck home because I'm thinking like the memories that this truck will hold, you know, not that we'll probably get a new truck eventually, but like, it just seems like it's going to be so special. Like the stuff that we have to do around the yard, which I know it isn't this like luxurious, extravagant thing, but like we need to fix the fencing in our pasture so that we can have animals and we're going to buy wood with this truck. We're going to go to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever and load it up with wood and fix the fence. We're going to bring home the first baby chicks that we've ever gotten for the first time in this truck. We're going to buy, you know, feed for our animals for the first time and probably for years to come in this truck and go feed whatever cute little animals we have in our pasture and our chickens. And like, that's what we're so excited to do and so excited to give our children. And I'm like so happy. So I feel like right now in this phase of life, our vehicles represent our family living their most fun, full, simple, and yet limitless lives. And also to be clear, because I feel like there's a lot of talk about, you know, there's, you, you'll find a lot of people who have experienced making a lot of money and then experience some of the stuff I've gone through too, like burnout or sacrifice or buying things that they realize don't matter to them. And while we are going to a more simple life and we're really happy with it, we also have a lot more money to make. And I feel like I'm just getting started with that. And my business is like a freaking baby business compared to my vision for it. And also my businesses and the things I want to do with my businesses are just like laughable compared to where we're taking this thing. And, um, I'll be scaling my business to multi seven figures. And what will be a representation of that is, you know, my office, for example, and probably a lot of the rest of the home. Like I plan, even though we'll have like a simple farm life, I plan as we renovate this home to just make it like, you know, amazing. <laughs> and like luxury five-star hotel-esque um, because that's a total vibe. And when we, in this home, I the intention of this home is vacation every day. The intention of the land and the vehicles is simple, farm life, family, fun. The home and the pool is like, I want us to feel like we are on vacation every day. I want our families 
when they have vacation to want to come to our house. Um, and I want my office to feel like I step into this whole new place. I want to feel like I'm not even at home and it's going to be the multi seven figure office. One day it'll become the eight figure office. Who knows? (laughs) Um, but like different things in your life can have different intentions. You can have different elements to your life. You can't, you don't have to only be simple. You can like certain things, luxury. Like I like luxury. I like my house. I like, I love five-star hotels, like staying at like the Waldorf or, um, things like that. Like that's been my favorite hotel so far is the Waldorf. Like, oh my God. Gorgeous. I love that vibe. And I want to look out of the window and see like a bunch of cute little mini donkeys in the pasture or something (laughs) and like take Ruby out in the morning to collect eggs. Like, you know, it's all good. It's all good around here. We do it all. Um, and then I want to go into my office and be like multi seven figure boss, babe, killing it, slaying it with my team, making tons of money, celebrating with clients, probably having other investments in real estate and um, other areas where you can invest your money. Obviously I'm learning about that and like watching my net worth grow and creating generational wealth and yeah, all the things, all the things, all the things that can look exactly how you want them to look and that get to evolve. So more insight on my life. I hope that this really serves you and helps you really feel into what intentions you're ready to set the place that you buy things from, that you get to have an unwavering belief that you'll always make the money back times a million. And that's it, you guys. So yeah, I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.